Suicide is a tough topic, but the Washington County Reach for Hope Suicide Prevention Coalition wants you to know that there is always hope. We are a caring community reaching out to provide compassion and hope for a community free of suicide. In the next half hour, we'll talk with community partners to identify risk factors, raise awareness, and discuss prevention strategies. Hello, and thanks for joining us on another edition of Reach for Hope. I'm Melissa Anderson. You know, the holiday season can be a tough time for many who have experienced the loss of a loved one or have no one to spend time with. With me today to talk about how to get through this holiday blues and and get some support with that is Claudine Descala. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Hello again, Melissa. Uh, Yep, been here before. (laughs) Now, Claudine, you're the vice chair of the Reach for Hope uh, Suicide Prevention Coalition here in Washington County. Explain to us why you're so invested in helping others uh, who may be struggling with suicide ideology. So um, I lost someone to suicide uh, way long ago, 30 years ago. So back then, um, it was such a taboo subject, no one even talked about it. And um, so you just kind of pushed it to the back. and, And there were a lot of us that were carrying a pretty heavy burden because we never talked about it. We never healed it. Therapists really didn't know how to exactly uh, differentiate between uh, regular grief and suicide loss grief. It's much more complicated than um, other kinds of grief. So now it's different. Now there's so much more available. There are so many studies done and therapists are better trained and there are resources all over the place. So I um, am involved and I'm very invested in it because I want people to know that the help is there. Yeah, and, and it is difficult because there's a lot of unanswered questions of why and how and what if I could have done something different. But you really, it's difficult because you can't blame yourself for something like that. Unfortunately, you just can't do that. Right. Um, as I mentioned earlier, no, we talk about the holidays. It's a rough time. So if you lost someone around the holidays, whether it was suicide or not, Um, it's just a tough time because you're thinking about that person. They're not there with you to share the holidays with, uh, spend time with. How difficult is it then for people to maybe, who may be singing in the blues this time of year, who should be singing Christmas carols? Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Um, so you've already got this sadness that you're kind of walking around with and this heaviness, and then you're looking around and there's the decorations and there's the music and there's the happy commercials and everyone seems happy and you're not. And that can be isolating in and of itself and, and kind of compound it. And then we like to compare like, wow, they're happy and I'm not, and I'm not happy at all. So that, um, that's kind of a double whammy. And then you've got the anxiety that comes on that you're going to, you're supposed to be celebrating and you really don't feel like celebrating. So there's this dread on top of it um, and just the weight of the grief. So we feel um, we're, we're sort of less tolerant of stress. Like we, we, we already had stress and now we've got holiday stress. So you've got that. Um, socializing becomes more difficult because you feel like I have to now put on a mask and be fake and that's not how I really feel. So that adds more stress to it. Um, and then sometimes um, we kind of, when we're around people, we feel like we're seeing them sort of take people for granted. And, and we, now that we've suffered this loss, it's hard to see that. And mm-hmm. we also see people kind of make a big deal over things that 
just aren't important. So it's, 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 you feel like you're sort of out of place. Mm -hmm. Like you don't belong or something. Um, And and that's the depression setting in, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So how do we help ourselves through that? Yeah, there's um, a bunch of things that, that we can do. Um, I would say the, the big picture is to plan ahead. So there's a lot of expectations of us, but there's only so much capacity we have to do things. So plan ahead, for example, plan on um, not like if there's a lot of parties, there's holiday parties, um, there's office parties, there's organization parties, then you're going to get together with your family or other friends. So really think about what is my limit? What am I going to do? And set the limit ahead of time. Like, let's say you have three parties that you're invited to and you feel like you have to go. Maybe you need to go to one. Maybe you need to go to two. Or if you absolutely feel like you have to go to all of them and, and maybe these are three-hour parties, say, you could say to yourself, well, I'm going to go for an hour. And if you feel good while you're there, great stay. But set that boundary for yourself, that expectation for yourself that I'm just going to go for an hour. And it's also helpful to let someone know at wherever you're going to be, if it's a family event or a holiday party for work or just one person that will know you're struggling so that they can just sort of be there for you. Help you monitor yourself and your own and your own condition and how you're feeling. And emotions are very strong and they're very hard to deal with. Um, And a lot of times other people don't understand that. They don't see it. And like you said, if they don't know, they're not going to help you through it or they're just going to look at, oh, he's a bump on a log. Yeah. But at the same time, we really need to deal with it. So what can we do to try to help others with this if we know about it, if we're on the other end? Yeah. Um, So one thing is you can encourage people to come out and participate, but don't force. Just encourage and and. Uh, let them know that you're there for them at the event because they might have some anxiety about going, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they feel like they're going to break down or, or whatever they feel. So at least if they know there's one person there that they can turn to, maybe step outside for a little while. Um, so you can just let them know that you're there for them. Um, and the other thing is to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. We're, we're used to... Um, in a, in a normal everyday situation, we kind of vent back and forth to each other mm-hmm. and, you know, well, you have this problem and we listen and then I have this problem. And so you want to hold space, which is a term that's come up a lot lately is holding space is a little bit different. It's, um, you're really there for them. Let them talk, let them say whatever they want to say without giving your opinion, um, your advice on the matter, and just sort of mirror back what they're saying. In other words, I get it. I hear that. Right. This must be difficult. And don't compare yourself to them and say, well, I remember when this happened to me, so this is how I dealt with it. Yeah, Um, and that's that's hard to do. (laughs) That's so well-meaning. It is so well-meaning because you want them to feel like, well, I, I do know how you feel, but really everyone's unique. That's true. Um, So I understand you have a support group. We've talked about that before on this show. Tell us about that, uh, when it meets, and who is it for, and does this help uh, address issues like this? Yes, this is um, a great group to come to. Um, It's called SOS, Suicide Loss Support Group 
St. George. There are so many out there. Um, so the SOS stands for Survivors of Suicide, and it is confusing. Um, I've had people call me and say, is this a group if you've attempted suicide? And it's not. It's a group for people who've lost someone to suicide. Okay. So, And they're considered survivors because the um, suicide rate among survivors is higher. Because once you've experienced someone close to you, doing this, you, you kind of feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why they're called survivors. So, um, it's SOS suicide loss support group, St. George. Um, I just recently started a page on Facebook. Um, so you can find me there. Um, I think you'll have a graphic on it. It's got a very colorful bunch of hands sort of intertwined with the title. So it meets um, the first Thursday of every month from 6.30 to 8 p.m. in town in St. George. Um, and I do post updates on the page, and you can reach me through the page also. I just like to know if you're coming. But um, mine is... I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm a peer support facilitator. So I've been trained as a facilitator and um, I just have the lived experience of going through it. Um, so we, we welcome everybody. It's um, adults and children. It's appropriate for everybody. It's very informal. You don't have to talk if you don't want You just come and listen. But I know we all get a lot out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so when did you say that meets again? It's the first Thursday of every month from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. And where at? It's in town. Um, it's at the RRCI Center in town. So if you do want to come, I can give you the address and, and, and that. That would be great. So, yeah. and is there, and you've got a Facebook page? We have a Facebook page too. Um, and it says uh, you can look up SOS Suicide Loss Support Group, mm -hmm. St. George. Great. That's awesome to, to know that you've done that and you're, you're, yeah. you're reaching out to help others. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much you're for welcome. doing that. And I want to say also, there is another group. Um, you know, we're not in competition. So I always like to let everybody know that also meets in town. And it's, as far as I know, the third Tuesday of every month, if you can't make mine. And that one's called Loved Ones Suicide Survivors Support Group. That's great to know. Yeah. Um, so just Google it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, so obviously this has helped other people in the past. How, 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 what have you seen since you've been conducting this and, and how has it helped people? Yeah, I mean, we have people in and out and I love when people are out <laughs> because that means it helped and it means they're healing and it means they're processing. Um, uh, so I've, I've seen people come in and just not say a word for weeks and weeks um, and, and then come in and finally start talking. And that's just, that's just a great thing to see. And I think, I think the reason why it helps so much is because we are in, when we're in connection with people, that's when we heal. When we stay isolated and we're up in our own head and we replay the story in our head, which isn't always correct, especially with suicide loss. Um, and we get out there and we have the courage to say, this is how I'm feeling about this. As crazy as it may sound, someone else is going to say, oh, you know what? I think the same thing. And then you, you can even see it in their eyes. There's almost this peace that comes over their eyes. And it's when someone says, yes, me too. 
And I would imagine there's books and other support um, systems out there that w- will help with that to get you what you said out of your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so much in terms of like books and um, Facebook groups and online resources and forums. And meditation, I think, maybe might help. I don't know. I've heard that. Is that right? It Does can. it work? It can. I think with grief, meditation can be difficult. Okay. Because um, with with just meditating, if, especially if you're new to it, you've got all these thoughts coming through your mind. So you want to just kind of let them come and go. But with grief, it's just kind of right there in your face. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I found it hard to meditate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Um, so what other information is out there to help those who may be struggling with these issues, especially during this time of year? I mean, um, we really, like you said, we, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, everybody's singing and happy and joyous and there's Christmas parties. And yeah. I don't know, sometimes you just don't feel like you fit in because your mind is on something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much now. And I, I have a list. I put together a list just for myself and then for some of the um, grief events that we've held here in St. George. Um, and I know Reach for Hope is um, myself and one of the other ladies. We're put, we're trying to put together one big list for everybody. But I do have some. The big the biggies to go to during the holiday season are the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, which I think everybody should know. AFSP. The AFSP.org has so many resources there. Like you were saying, there must be other. There are mm-hmm. lists of books and they have videos on there that they created and articles and articles from people who are going through it. So mm-hmm. they're huge. Um, the American Association of Suicidology mm-hmm. is, I just found it recently. It's it's so, so good. There's so much stuff on there. They have a little tab at the top that says resources. Great stuff there. Um, my favorite one that I absolute favorite is Alliance of Hope. So they are a little bit different in the sense that they have a forum on there, uh, maybe 30 forums on there, Hmm. Um, along with a website with resources and blog posts. The forum is really the most amazing thing. It's like a support group, but you don't need to leave your house. So they've got different um, forums you can go into if you've lost a spouse, if you've lost a child, if you've lost a sibling. Um, They have many, many categories of where you can go. They have something for veterans. They have a room, a room or a forum room for uh, first responders. They have um, murder-suicide forum. Like if you, yes, and it's, (laughs) there's really everything on there. And they have, their admins are, the most kind, caring people on Hmm. that site. I've seen people say, tomorrow is my uh, two-year anniversary of the loss of my person, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to be on here. And everybody is like, yes, come on here. And they will stay on there the entire night because people from all over the world are on there. Mm -hmm. So, And they'll just be chit-chatting all night long about this is how I feel and this is what I remember about them. And it's just, it's a very healing place to be. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got that light kind feeling, uh, it kind of makes you feel like you're not alone. And we've talked about that and and talked about you're not alone. Um, What can we do then as the general public to try to support um, and reach out to those who may have lost someone? Yeah, I would say to just be more aware. And I think we're definitely doing that 
um, because there's so much more attention on mental health right now in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so really almost anything I'm saying goes for anybody struggling with mental health. Um, it is a bigger issue. So I know, um, reach for hope and live on, uh, Utah have campaigns going on, um, where you ask, how are you? And the person says, fine. And you don't stop there. <laughs> just say, no, really, how are you? And that just sort of opens up a conversation. I just did that to someone else who, through text the other day. Mm -hmm. And then, then it just started a conversation. So you want to, maybe you have to draw, draw it out of someone sometimes, but it's important. And, and especially um, people who have lost, like, say, spouses, uh, you know, elderly people who have lost spouses and it's this time of year and they're sitting at home alone and the Christmas tree, there's no Christmas tree because they don't feel like putting one up. They don't really yeah. feel like celebrating anything, but, you know, just to stop by and bring them a, some banana bread or something to cheer them up and say, hey, we're, we haven't forgotten about you. And, and even if they don't have anyone to spend it with or to yeah. invite them to dinner, yeah, anything can help right. um, because we don't know think about putting yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? You know, yeah. we yeah. don't know what they're going through and how difficult it is yeah. when it's this time of year. And everyone's like you said, going to Christmas parties, having fun with kids, grandkids, yeah. and they might be alone. And, and that's a tough thing because mm -hmm. they don't want to reach out. They just want to sit at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that you just made me think of two things actually. Yeah. And I've done that too with the, uh, with the support group. I mean, this, this December is a crazy month, but, um, I've said in the past, like, you know, uh, I know we already met, but if anybody wants to meet for coffee, I mean, how long does coffee take or, you know, tea, whatever it is you drink or a soda, <laughs> like you meet for an hour in the middle of the day. It just, it gets you out of the house. You talk for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I think it, it kind of gets you out of yourself, gets you out of your house. And also be engaged, like you said something earlier about talk, being a good listener. But in order to listen, you want to be engaged with that person and maybe ask them about their, um, what did you do in high school or what did, what brought you here, here to where we live now? Um, yeah. you know, did you go to college? Um, what did you do? What, what was your previous job or yeah. it, just engage somehow to let them understand that you care about them and you really want to know yeah. what they did in, a, in their yeah. previous years. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be about the grief or the struggle. I think that's, is what puts some people off because those are hard things to talk about. And yeah, I found that too with some of the suicide loss survivors, you know, when we're in the support group, we are talking about the heavy stuff. And then after we're done, we kind of do that exact same thing where we're all just talking about other things. And it's, it's an odd feeling because we're all, we're all just, this was so heavy five minutes ago and now we're laughing. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's, it's important to have the balance in a, in a single conversation, but also during the holidays, it is important to try to balance out. Like you don't want to go out and there's a good reason for that. And maybe you do need to not go out and isolate a little bit, but the balance is go out for an hour force yourself to maybe have the conversation with somebody to just have it a little lighter for a while. Right. Yeah. So if you're seeing somebody in your neighborhood that may be struggling or maybe you yourself are struggling, um, 
how how can we reach out to them and and make make sure that they're loved and wanted and needed because I think a lot of people who are going through stresses and traumas uh, don't feel a purpose or don't feel worthy or don't feel that self-worth of well no one cares about me Um, and and I I think that even just a simple box of candy or (laughs) yeah I don't know a Christmas card yeah or a Christmas ornament or just something you can bring over or um and you know, this might be a little too much for some people, but if you you want to engage with someone, already have some resources with you, mm-hmm. and not not like on a piece of paper, but but you know, hey, you know, I heard about this such and such group, and you know, you might be interested in that. Yeah, you know, something in within their interest. Yeah, yeah. What else can we share with those out there during the holiday blues that we can bring? Um, mm-hmm. A spiritual nature to it because, you know, the holidays are spiritual. That's, that's the whole yeah. point of it. And yeah. a lot of times we're not connected with that either. Um, maybe they don't go to church. Maybe they don't yeah. want to go because they feel like they don't want to sit alone or be left out or yeah. struggle with that. Yeah. I know um, in terms of the grief during the holidays, um, I know what some people do, especially on that day, whether it's whatever the holiday is for you, and you know you might be around people, you don't really want to be around people, it's going to be a struggle, is to take that time in the morning to sort of honor that person in whatever form you want to do that in. Some people would like to cook a meal that was that person's favorite meal and have that. Some people want to light a candle. Some people want to read or journal. Um, there's just so many different ways. Maybe you want to plant plant a seed somewhere. Um, there's a lot of ways to just just take that time to yourself and and think of them and honor them and grieve them um, and appreciate that they were in your life. Yeah. yeah. I, I do that with my, 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 my animals that have passed, believe it or not. I remember the anniversary dates and, and I keep thinking, gee, I wish an animal could live as long as I have. Cause yeah. I keep going through animals. Like I have a dog every so many years, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I remember this yeah. about this dog and this about this cat. And so it can happen with not just yeah. people, any grief, but any kind of grief. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just, it's a, it's a struggle, but we all have to deal, learn how to deal with it. Yeah. And there are coping skills as well as taking deep breaths and trying to put mm-hmm. your mind somewhere else, but it's easier said than done. Yeah. 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 I know I have a, I have a friend that, um, the way they, they handle it either, whether it's on the day of a holiday or on the day of um, the anniversary of their death or whatever it is, is a special day that they know they have to deal with is do it a little different. They say, okay, I'm for one hour, I am going to cry and scream and I'm going to throw things or whatever I'm going to do. And I'm giving it one hour and then I'm done for the day. Well, that's good to set that limit. (laughs) Otherwise, the neighbors would be wondering what's going on over there and be calling 911. Uh, How can people reach out for professional help if they can't get past this grief during the holidays? What what should they do? Um, Is there a way? Well, yes. In the moment, um, there's definitely the 988 Mm -hmm. number um, that's up and running. So um, that's great to do. Right. Um, There's also Southwest Behavioral Health. 
in our community. So instead of going to the emergency room, if you feel that you're really down and in a dark place, um, you can go there and that's 24 seven. You can walk in, you have to be 18. Um, or if you know someone who's struggling, you can bring them in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a, a better at handling the mental health issues. And then I believe Intermountain also has, um, a walk-in, a mental health, uh, clinic that we've talked about before where they can, yeah. they can help yep. out. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Um, let's see. We talked about, oh, and I would just say also, I mean, th there are times when you don't want to be in person and you don't want to go to a support group, um, or you don't want to go to that holiday party and that's fine. And you don't want to put up a tree mm -hmm. and that's fine. You know, just realize that this is what you need right now and mm -hmm. honor that. Yeah. yeah. Take care of yourself and yes. take care of your friends and neighbors and your family. And yeah, well, I appreciate all that you do. Thanks for your support group. And, and hopefully people will reach out. And if not, we reach out to them because yep. it's a very uh, solemn time of year for some, but we need to change that. And we need to remember that tomorrow's another day yes. and we can get through this. Yes. And, and we're a community. That's what I do. I go to sleep. I wake up and go, tomorrow's another day. It's going to be better tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> right? And we're a community and we have to help each other. We that's have to, right. We have to open our eyes and help each other other. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for what you do. And again, I'd like to uh, say don't feel ashamed or weak. Uh, reach out for help because that's what we're here for. We're here to, because there's always hope. So thanks for watching and we hope you have happy holidays. God bless. The Reach for Hope Coalition wants you to know that we care about you and we are here to help. If you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, reach out. You're not alone. To access resources for yourself or others, visit our webpage at reachforhopeutah.org. That's reach, the number four, hopeutah.org. If you are experiencing a crisis, please call or text the Suicide Crisis Lifeline at 988. Because you matter and there is always hope. This has been a production from a podcast studio.